Key Biscayne Stories collects the history of our beautiful island. This is your host, Alejandro Cervalli, and I am a certified key rat for many, many years and counting. With this podcast, we will share the stories of our residents and their love for this slice of paradise we call home. So stay tuned, relax, and enjoy these great Key Biscayne Stories. I don't know about you, but I think I'm enjoying that jingle too much. Well, Key Biscayne, Key Rats, I hope everyone had a great day today. I'm seeing that the Christmas lights are up, and I'm getting those Christmassy vibes, and I'm excited. This is the best time of the year for a lot of us when the cool weather starts coming in, and we take a break from the heat. So today's guest I have for you is Alejandro Glenn Van Hartz, co-owner of G3 Touring. Glenn will tell us why Kibiscane is special for him. He will share with us how he and his brother started his touring business from scratch. Glenn will give us a tour of the array of services they offer. He will also recommend what to look for when looking for a tutoring service. Their slogan is, Dare to be wise, an interesting call to action to our aspiring youth. Glenn, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Well, thank you for having me. No, honestly, I'm... Doing pretty well, considering the fact that it's a pandemic and uh, it's trying times for everybody. Even though I've lost some of my family members to COVID, uh, surprisingly, we're doing well. We're hanging in there. How about you? Sorry about your loss. I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no losses on my end, but everybody's staying healthy and safe. Oh, that's good. That's good. So tell us about yourself. Well, I was originally born in Argentina, but to be honest, that barely makes up who I consider myself to be today. I moved here when I was three years old, and uh, my father's originally raised in New York City, and uh, my mother was raised in Argentina, and they both met in Argentina. But because of their diversity and the fact that my grandparents were also European for the most part, I always kind of grew up in between borders. I never really associated with any particular country or any specific country. That being said, my mindset is basically totally American, meaning that, uh, you know, I expect cause and effect and, uh, you know, quick effects. I expect quick work. But other than that, honestly, I would say that my passions define me. My passions would be teaching and improving the future, both uh, either through teaching or through volunteer work or charitable work. Also, uh, my bicycle defines who I am. As you know, I've ridden my bicycle from Florida to California, from Portugal to Belgium. Yes. It's not so much that the, the physical thing defines me, but more so about the mindset required to achieve that. I'm someone who maybe takes a while to do something, but I always get it done, especially if I told myself that I was going to do it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your charity work? So the charity work under G3 Tutoring, we had a nonprofit called One Future. We actually closed it down this year for lack of donations. We are trying to see how to bring it back up. Back then, we weren't even asking for donations. It was really just Juan and I, my associate, my co-founder and brother. It was Juan and I just tutoring for free. And we were going to either private schools where kids were on scholarship or public schools where kids lacked the financial resources who showed promise in their specific academic field that they want to pursue. And we were teaching them for free, specifically the SAT, to get into their colleges and also helping them with their college admissions process for free. So that's most of the charity work that I've done, at least in recent years. Awesome. So how did you come to Key Biscayne? What brought you to the Key? Well, it's kind of a complex answer. It's not what brought me, really. It's what brought my grandparents to Key Biscayne. So my grandparents, when they had my dad, they were living in New York City, but they 
just like any typical snowbird, decided that they needed a place in this, uh, during the winters in New York City to kind of find a warmer place, especially as they got older. So they actually started living on Kibiskane in one of the first buildings ever, the Island House. They were one of the first five or six families on Kibiskane, I believe. And so my, my dad would come as a child every winter break and every summer break. And uh, he genuinely remembers Kibiskane when it was just a jungle. There were no buildings or anything. We've all seen pictures of Kibiskane in the 50s and 60s. And yeah. that's how my dad remembers Kibiskane. From there, my dad, as he got older, as I told you, he traveled. He went to Paris for a bit, and then he went to Argentina. And once he met my mother, they settled down over there in Argentina. We started a farm business. And about 10, 15 years into the business, uh, they decided that they wanted to return to Miami for typical reasons why a lot of people leave South America, Latin America. And so we came back, and my grandparents still had their place on Key Biscayne. So for us, it was an obvious step to return to Key Biscayne. At that point, they no longer resided on, in New York City because they had retired and they chose Key Biscayne as a retirement place. So one by one, we were sent back until finally my dad was the last one to return. And that's how we got to Key Biscayne. And I've been there ever since. I haven't lived anywhere else in my life. Uh, since I was three years old, it has been Key Biscayne. Nice. You know, you mentioned Island House. My grandparents also had a house in Island House. I wonder if they I think they did know each other. I'm not sure. I think they did, to be honest. But yeah, Island House was one of the first buildings ever on Key Biscayne, and that's where my grandparents purchased their apartment. But yeah, after that, uh, everything's been natural. Honestly, I I don't feel like I'm on Key Biscayne because of my legacy. I feel like I'm on Key Biscayne because I love Key Biscayne. It's a very unique place. I've been fortunate enough to travel to many countries, over 40 countries in the world. And uh, I haven't seen a place quite like Key Biscayne yet. And it has nothing to do with the affluent neighborhood or characteristic of the neighborhood it's just the community as a whole and how they behave i mean even today i went to pita pockets to go have lunch on kibus game i had heard rumors that he was going out of business and i didn't know this and you know i don't have social media unless it's my company's social media and i don't even run them but apparently when he was considering closing down during the pandemic he put a poll out saying you know who wants this to close down and who doesn't and not only did he receive an overwhelming response in the sense that they didn't want him to close down, but he found himself with people literally going over and giving him money and not even asking for the food to make sure that he would stay open. That's beautiful. And yeah. And I think that perfectly defines why I love Cube's Game because it's a close-knit community, old school. Uh, we actually help each other out. We actually know each other and, uh, and we take care of each other. And I, and I really like that. That's something that you don't see anywhere else in Miami, in my opinion. And it's very rare to see, period. So I think I've been very blessed and I definitely will always have a foot on Keepers Game. You know, mentioning about closing down businesses, I heard the similar story with Vito, the restaurant, that they also try to help them out. A lot of people in the key gathered and try to help that restaurant. Uh, Is it the one that's in the same plaza, right? Yeah, in the same plaza. Yeah, I know what you're talking they're, they're old school. They've been around for decades on Keepers Game. I can't believe that they almost went out of business. Peter Pockets. No, Vitos. No, Vitos has changed owners many times since the gentleman, the actual gentleman Vito, I think. Yeah, I would assume. So you mentioned one of your passions was teaching. So let's use that and segue into your business in the key, G3 Tutoring. Tell us, yeah. uh, tell us about that. So honestly, it's been a natural progression. It's something that I know a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs, they set out and have you know their goals laid out for them. And it's not that we didn't do that, but at the same time, it never felt like we were achieving goals for the company. It felt more like we were achieving our own personal goals as we grew the company. 
specifically, my brother and I, we both started tutoring as a means to pay bills, specifically our college education and high school education. And from there, we began tutoring. To this day, I, I tell all of my students that I don't recommend any other job in high school and college other than tutoring because you're going to be hard-pressed to find something that with such few hours allows you to make that much money. And second of all, as long as you're qualified to teach the subject. And second of all, it reinforces the subject in your mind. Mm-hmm. So if you're teaching math, you're going over the math yourself. And that kind of helps reinforce it and, and makes you that much quicker and snappier elsewhere. But long story short, we started tutoring to cover the bills. And, you know, from one client to the next, we kept on getting referred. And there was a turning point where we had the option of either A, turning away those clients because our schedules were packed, or B, hiring someone to help us take on our referrals, uh, which is what we did. And from there, the same process kept on repeating. In fact, we had about 10 employees before we even had a single location which was great because it helped us keep expenses low and we never really wanted a location. And our first location opened up, as you know, last year. And from there, we're about to open up our third one one year later uh, in Mexico City in January. At least that's the idea. Uh, given the pandemic, we'll see how that's affected. But And as well as one more here in Miami and Coral Gables soon. But really, it was very organic and Key Biscayne, and that's the benefit of Key Biscayne because I genuinely think that we would not have been successful anywhere else with that that approach to starting G3 tutoring. Again, because it's community-based, because we ourselves are Key gainers and the kids are too, we were able to relate with them on many aspects that made their education that much more fun for them. It wasn't a chore. In fact, we've had many parents call us role models. And so the fact that I grew up on Key Biscayne and I could relate to these kids and their experiences and the same teachers they have that I had back in the day and all of these things really allowed us to, to skyrocket on Key Biscayne and to separate ourselves from, from the rest of the pack. And from there, yeah, we, we started group classes. We started college admissions, which is the program that I'm officially in charge of now within the company. And uh, we've just been growing and expanding slowly but surely. But it's all, in my genuine opinion, thanks to Key Biscayne. Even our foothold in South America is uh, feeds off our reputation on Key Biscayne. As you know, Key Biscayne is a, you know, a pretty important place in South America. Many people, when they first come to Miami, Key Biscayne is one of the places they look to move to. And so for us, it was only natural to continue in South America because of the influence that we've had on Key Biscayne. So Key Biscayne, as small as it may seem, its outreach is beyond imagination. I mean, Key Biscayne has held reverence in my life, has held reverence in my life in Europe, in South America, North America, basically every continent I've ever stepped foot on. And so as small as it is, Key Biscayne really is an important place and it's a one-owned place in the world. Awesome. Awesome. Can you touch on the services you offer? You mentioned college admissions, tutoring, but the tutoring is not necessarily just tutoring one-on-one, right? Can you break down your array of services for us? Right. So we actually help with, we've helped clients who are 40 and up and older apply to their master's degrees. In fact, I just helped a client apply to MIT for his second master's degree. And he's 55, a gentleman from Argentina, whom I helped virtually. So we actually cover everything. So what do I mean by that? If once your kid is in kindergarten, all the way up until eighth grade, we can cover any academic subject your child may, may face. But on top of that, we also teach skills, uh, time management, organization, notes taking. We also teach those. It's not just you know core curriculum or subjects from, that are taught in school. We also teach skills outside of school that are required to achieve success in school and elsewhere. 
At that point, once I hit eighth grade, many kids here on, uh, on campus Kane specifically choose to go to private school. And so we actually go ahead and set up group classes for their HSPT or SSAT exam requirements, depending on which high school they go to. Now, we do offer private classes for those two. But, you know, some students actually like being with other people in their classroom to motivate them. And the fact that, you know, my friend is going motivates me to also go. It's not so much of a chore anymore. So we found a lot of success there with the group classes. And from there, once our students enter high school, the same rule applies. We're capable and uh, equipped to handle any subject they may need help in. And again, once they reach their junior year, we're ready to help them with their SAT or ACT requirement. Again, via group testing or private testing. And from there, we also help them out with their college admissions applications, which is, like I said, what I'm in charge of right now. I've done every single other component in the company. Obviously, as an owner, I've had to make sure that I was one of the first to do it because you know, no one else is going to do it or put in that much of time or love as I would. So I have done everything. And right now, I'm the only one working the college admissions program, which will be expanding next year to two or more employees to help me and assist me. And the college admissions program, again, we basically... We, could, we, we offer either help with any individual process of the application process, such as uh, writing your personal statement, writing any supplement for a university, writing scholarship essays, letters of recommendation. We could either help with any little component, and I could go on for days listing what requirements you need to apply to college. But we also, and this is what our popular service is, is taking your child by the hand up until they walk through the doors their first day of college. And so we either can cater the entire process for your child or for you, even if you're an adult. Again, I have helped people apply for the yeah. MIT. I've helped people study for master's exams also that I've taken myself, specifically the GRE and the LSAT. We do help with that. We have other tutors who are prepared to help for the GMAT as well in the MCAT. So those are for engineering or med school. So we basically cover all our bases. In fact, we have a client right now from Key Biscayne, whom I will not mention, who's trying to get her accounting degree. And she's a mother and her accounting master's degree. And we're currently helping her. So we're someone who, although it may seem we're mostly focalized on high school clientele for the most part, we really do disperse our resources and we try to help for any academic need that anyone may have. And if we don't have the resources to do so, we are more than happy to refer you to the person that we believe would be capable of doing so. What would you recommend to a parent looking for a tutor? Obviously, G3 tutoring, but what are the characteristics that do a good match between the student and the tutor? So funny, it's funny you should ask this because I know that when I have to go through this process for my own kids eventually, uh, that I'm going to be very strict because I've had all these years of experience as a tutor. So what do I recommend? What do I see that works from my experience outside of, of me recommending G3, which is not really my mission at all right now? Really, find someone who your child can see themselves in. Someone who they can see, not someone who's 40 or 50 years old, because that's too far. When you have a child, they, they really can't think that far. They think that for some reason they're never going to turn 40 or 50. And so find someone where they're kind of within arm's reach, where your child knows, yeah, I am going to go to college and graduate just like this person. So that relevancy that that person holds in their life adds to credibility on behalf of the child. We all know that childs, especially once they hit their teenage years, are kind of rebellious against their parents. So the only people they're going to listen to, and this is why a lot of parents have called us role models, are people that they look up to themselves, that they chose, not their parents. And so to, to, in order to provide that illusion of, not even an illusion, because it ends up being, it really ends up being trust that the student passes on to us, and, and we respond with that same level of trust. But ideally, you would find someone young who is a professional in the subject you need, who has shown 
as the achievements and can prove their prowess in that academic subject. But at the same time, they're young enough and relevant enough that your child can see themselves in that person and can see that their future isn't that far off because of this person that's in front of them. And that will motivate them. So what would you say makes G3 tutoring unique in comparison to other tutoring services? To be honest, the, the response to that question as to what makes us unique, it's nothing about us. It's our students that make us unique and their relationship with us and the relationship that they contribute to just as much as we contribute to. We find a lot of the time that our students genuinely come over just to either study extra. We don't bill for it ever, really, to be honest, unless it's a one-on-one -on -one or group class setting, we don't bill for it. And they themselves come and take advantage of the opportunities. And we're talking about kids who before had no or zero interest in school or academic success. And they themselves, because of the relationships they forged with our tutors or me, come to the office. And yes, they maybe play around for half an hour, but they actually work for four other hours. And that, I think, really differentiates us from, from many other companies because we have this open office vibe that we like to portray to our students. And they themselves ultimately are the ones that invite each other to come study. I had moments where I've had students come in and I say, you know, who are you? It's like, oh, this is just my friend that I invited to come study today. And those are things that we welcome and we embrace because we don't, as far as business goes, yes, you know, there is a money factor, but first and foremost, we genuinely care about spreading the message of education. And we're more than happy to allow anyone to come to our office and take advantage of that. As long as, you know, it doesn't pull too much from our resources and we welcome that. And even to this day, I have students who are already in college who no longer require my services, who stop by the office just to study for their class. Like today, it happened today. Or they just stop by to say hi, or they invite me to go golfing over the weekends. And it's, it's, an, amazing, it's an amazing thing that the, that the students almost, even though their parents may have chosen for them to get tutoring, it's like they choose themselves to continue with it and to continue with everything they learned with us, regardless of whether or not they hire our services anymore. And I, I think that's what really makes us unique, our students. Okay. And I know that we're running out of time and I thank you for your time. What would you say is the vibe one can experience when they go to G3 tutoring? What's, what's the environment and the ambience like for students? Well, it's a place where your opinion is respected no matter what, no matter how old you are or what your beliefs are. And it's a place where we've, we've seen relationships flourish. I mean, everyone hears about a kid getting bullied at school and somehow when we have those kids who may be the bullies and also have the same person they bully in the same room. We've noticed that we're, we're able to put them together and they actually build a relationship at G3 that, that goes outward into the world. And uh, we've seen them start relationships that they probably would never have had before. And so I think that's what's great about our location or our vibe. It's that we have this open forum where everything is about respecting each other. And uh, yes, you, you know, you can poke fun at each other every now and then. But legitimately speaking, we respect one another and different opinions, and we're okay with discussing them. And uh, everything we, we say that's an opinion, we always make sure that we tell our students to know that it is an opinion, that it's not a fact, and that they shouldn't judge people based on their opinion, but rather fact. That's it. Is it fun? Yeah, it's fun, of course. Okay. It has to be fun. It has to be fun. But again, it, everything is, it's a give and take. There's a relationship of reciprocity. Yes, we'll allow them to take their fun and have fun, but they have to give us in return dedication to when we actually have to get to work. It's amazing. I see my students sometimes horsing around and I walk in and say, guys, I don't even have to raise my voice or anything. I walk in and I say, guys, it's time to work. And they, will, they, they themselves will put their phones away. I don't even ask them to do that. They themselves put their phones away. They know that I don't have an anti-phone policy. 
but they themselves put it away. And that's what we're looking for at G3. And that's what we try to achieve. We want them to, to be the ones in charge. And, but we want them to know why they should be the ones in charge. And that's our mission. Our biggest mission isn't to just teach a subject. It's to teach them how to learn. And that's what I think the vibes are at G3. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I have personally been there. Glenn is one of my very good friends. I've known for many, 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 many years. We grew up here in the key together. So I can say that uh, G3 is quite the experience and everything I've heard has always been very positive. So we recommend you check it out. And uh, I mean, it's amazing. We don't, all our reviews online, which are 5.0 stars, all our reviews online are, are written by students. We don't have a single parent that has ever written a review for us. I mean, our students do the legwork for us. And there's a reason why, because we deliver. And so, yeah, they, they make me the most happy, to be honest. Awesome. Well, if you're interested in connecting with G3, you can check the show notes for contact information. Where you can always reach out to us and we'll put you in contact. So, Glenn, once again, thank you very much for joining us and sharing with us your story with us here in Kibiski. No, no worries. Thank you for having me.